This CosmicReality.com presentation is sponsored by MysticalWares.com. Teaching, preaching, the unknown, unknown, unknown. Welcome to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show, where our hearts are our master. A production of CosmicReality.com. And welcome to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show for January 24th, 2023. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Walt Silva, Dolly Howard, and we don't know where Nicholas D. is. So I don't know. He's here. He's here. Okay. Surprise. (laughs) All right. He had some problems, but he overcame them. There you go. Okay, talk to me. Let me hear, hear you. Testing one, two. I'm using my uh, cheap webcam microphone because my audio interface decided not to work today. Okay, it seems to be good. Perfect, so let's move on. All right, so we're going to say to Walter, hello, Walter. Hello, Nancy Hopkins. Hello, Dolly Howard. Hello, Nicholas D. Hello, audience, and thank you for being here tonight. We hope you'll be entertained by us. We never know what we're going to say. Nope, not even after we've said it. <laughs> so, um, Dolly, well, let me let me ask Nick. Nick, how are you doing? I mean, you you a little late, or you rushed, or just got behind? Uh, you know, I came <clears throat> I came early with my audio interface and everything. I I was thinking, okay, I'll just reboot my computer earlier than usual because I somehow there's always these last minute sound problems that we seem to get. So, yeah, I was thinking, okay, I'll be early, a few minutes earlier, and here I am <laughs> showing up like 30 seconds before the show starts because of sound problems, obviously. But, uh, hey, you're hearing me now, so all is good. Yeah, but it's a, it. Uh, you might want to back off the mic a little bit. Very, lo- very loud. Okay. It's exaggerated. That's better. Well, so it's not talking. Yeah, talk, talk so we can hear you. One, two, check one, two, one, two, three, quatre en français, in English. Yeah, yeah, that Allez. sounds better. So okay. that's what we'll do. Well, actually, I'll just... How's that? Hello, one, two, testing. Oh, better. What's that? What did you do? Oh, I just lowered it for about two inches because it was in between my eyes and the computer monitor. <laughs> oh, 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 okay, okay. It was kind of hiding. Okay. But yeah, I'm doing okay, and... Uh, I'm here, and how are you guys doing? Let's ask Dolly. How are you doing, Dolly? She's got no pain again. I got no pain. I'm doing wonderful. <laughs> I love it. Ten days, no pain. After 20 years of pain, day, night, day, so night. It's like, so it's like being born again for real. Yes. It's wonderful. Oh, my gosh. I, I never thought I'd feel this again in this lifetime but here i am feeling wonderful i wonder if all that puking you were doing dislodged whatever was causing all that pain i don't know you know i have no idea i just thank god all the time all day (laughs) (laughs) thank you thank you thank you no pain 
Wow. Mm. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. What a gift. Yeah. Well. Amen. Yeah. Good. Good that you're good now. I'm so yeah. sorry. I never realized you were in that much pain for that long. Oh, yes. I didn't want everybody to think I was being a big baby. Well, we did that anyway, but, so you could have done it. <laughs> now that I'm out of pain, I realized just how much pain I was in. For uh, goodness sake, I could have gone ahead and been a crybaby. <laughs> uh, uh, interesting. Uh, okay, so um, does anybody have anything to talk about? Because I'm not sure I do. I'm sure I can. I have I have one thing. Well, before you go, Dolly, I just want to talk about pain because you said you've lived many years with pain. And I've lived three and a half years with pain after a failed surgery. And it, it kind of changes your perspective on life. You oh, know, when yeah. you live daily with pain, you kind of reevaluate re everything because a lot of things become meaningless because everything is based on on the pain you're feeling and how it affects your daily life. And I spent three and a half years uh, uh, in front of my computer, you know, being in pain. And the only thing that seemed to uh, make me feel better was not to focus on the pain. So I've been watching videos, watching documentaries and and stuff like that. For three and a half years, the universe made it so that I had... I, I was like updating myself on a bunch of subjects by forcing myself to watch videos to keep my mind off the pain. And then I got a, a, a second surgery that solved the pain problem in the first place, but it was three and a half years of pain. Yeah, I, I feel you, Dolly. I mean, for me, it was only three and a half years. For you, it was 20. I mean, that's something. And uh, good that you, uh, you're pain-free right now. That's the first feel I've gotten in a long time, Nick. How exciting. <laughs> I I truly, deeply understand how it feels. <laughs> I know. I know what you're I'm saying. I'm experience. <laughs> but that was fun when you said, I feel you. <laughs> yeah. I, under I, I understand what arms. you're saying. Huh? Brothers in arms. Yeah. Well, yeah. Did you say brothers or lovers? Because I didn't get the first, <laughs> the first joke about oh, what the hell oh, is she Captain. talking about? Uh, You're incorrigible. That's why we love you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well, I'm so glad. Yeah, I interrupted you and in, uh, what you wanted oh. to say. Okay, I wanted to. Uh, did I talk about McCarthy before? But uh, what I heard about McCarthy and Trump. I guess not. No, not uh, that I remember. Um, okay. I heard along the way, I can't remember from where, but uh, that now that they have, McCarthy can just have one person complaining about him, and then uh, he's, he's out or they vote or something. And so... There's whatever, whoever was saying it says McCarthy's going to be taken out of Speaker of the House. Trump is going to replace him. People are going to vote on it. Trump's going to replace him. And then some, 
think's going to happen, and Trump will be taking over the presidency. Have any of you heard that? Who's the source of saying this? I don't know. I can't remember. Because I, I heard uh, Utsava mentioning this, but then I don't give her that much credibility. She was she I, was claiming, making this that claim. Yeah, on see, the, and I don't listen to Utsava, so it wasn't yeah. her. Yeah. Interesting. I thought, we'll see. I wouldn't mind that happening because McCarthy is so frickin' dirty. He stinks. I'll be glad when this movie is over. And we can all start living happy, unencumbered lives. And unencumbered, I mean by stressful, uh, not knowing what the heck's going on type lives. So, uh... Well, hopefully sooner than later. Yes. Mona's here. Hey, Mona. Hey, Mona. Oh, <laughs> she left. Just as fast as I saw her. <laughs> she, has pro she has problems with the chat box. I don't know what it is. I don't have any other... If other people are having problems, you know, please let us know. But she sometimes... I've seen her do that before. And it's like she she gets jumped out of the chat room, even though she's here in the show. So she probably heard it. Uh -huh. I hope. Well, I hope if she's coming back, she makes it back to hear Dave. Right, that's right. Dave's going to be talking. Um, well, does he want to talk now, or should we? Might as well bring him in. Oh, she's back. Mona's back, I think. Hold on. I'm telling nope, you. Nope, she's gone. She's having problems getting into the chat, but she can probably she hear the show. Oh, it's, she can hear the show? Yeah. I didn't know that part. Yeah, yeah, well, they're, they're oh, separate. Okay. So, uh, y'all, Dave wanted to come in. He says, I want to appease the boys, <laughs> meaning Nick and Walt. <laughs> <laughs> appease? Oh, yes. wow. Because he's got some information. Kind of, sort of, his type information. And he wanted you you to be aware that it's going to come about. He says that... <coughs> Just a minute, Dave, I need a drink <coughs> already. <coughs> mm. Okay. He says something big is going to be happening... at the end of January or in February. And it's not going to be anything that we would guess would happen, but it's going to be a very good thing. But until it gets as good as it's going to be, uh, in the meantime, it's going to be a little, a little uh, disturbing painful to some people and disturbing but it's all for the good <laughs> sorry I, I can't help chuckling but more disturbing than reality so far <laughs> <laughs> he says yes wow. yes <laughs> yeah 
so, so Dave cannot do himself. Wow. Um. Uh, he, he says it won't be disturbing to people like us because we know what's going on behind the scenes. Well, we know that we aren't asleep people. We are awake people, and we will understand this is for the good. Um, it, say that again. Okay. It involves politicians, and it also involves not all politicians, but it'll also involve um, CEOs and people like that in companies, corporations, and industry, and And he can say this, uh, it's going to involve people realizing that Soros is really and has been behind all the bad stuff like the Antifa stuff. He says, I know most of you know that, but I'm confirming this. Soros is still alive? No. Oh. No, but whoever took whoever took over his group is still alive, and and that being is doing the the nastiness that Soros is just continuing the Soros epic. So no, Soros is he's been taken out for a while now. He said, but. The being who took over his group is just as bad, if not even a little bit worse than Soros was. Whoa. I don't like the worst part. Soros's son? No, everybody would think it would be his son, but it's not his son. Sounds like a stand-in. Yeah, his son uh, is too... To take over Soros's place, his son is too soft. He's not mean enough, evil enough. Ooh. He's not clinging enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a Star Wars reference, y'all. <laughs> Klingon. Star Trek. <clears throat> okay, that's the big thing he wanted to share. So he says, you can ask me questions, but try to ask me questions I can answer. <laughs> Answerable <laughs> questions. <laughs> Uh-oh. I'm going to step it outside because it's going to get hot here when uh, with Nick begins his volley of unanswerable questions. It's going to get hot. Same question, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go with uh, Dave. Is it going to rain or Posse? Is it going to rain tomorrow? She's can you answer that? <laughs> He's not into weather. That's a joke. Oh, okay. Um, 
Well, am I allowed to ask a question about the uh, the Davos uh, World Economic Forum event that just ended? Yeah. Uh, what's your question? Uh, was it uh, controlled by the White Hats? Was it just part of the movie? Uh, he he says it's part of the movie. Um, it, it's it's one of the one of the acts in the movie. Don't get upset about it because the garbage that they said to each other will not come true. Okay. Okay, I, folks, uh, go, Nancy, go ahead. No, I wasn't saying anything. Oh, I don't know what to think about it. I mean, they were so blatantly obvious. I mean... You you think, well, Tucker Carlson said, let's listen to what, uh, let's find, let's see what our lizard overlords are saying at Davos today. And then there was this flute player who wasn't, had didn't have a flute, just her voice, and she was doing this thing and somebody was playing guitar, I guess, next to her and... You know, when he finally was back on the screen, uh, Tucker was just rolling. He was laughing so hard. And he said, they're such freaks. Oh, you know, he said, these supposed world leaders are just freaks. So nobody bought into it, kind of. Just my observation. Is that what Dave's talking about? That, you know, it's, it was... No, you, you, I, I, it was it was stunning what they were saying, and not he only says, that. Don't, go, oh, ahead. go ahead. Go, no, go ahead. He says, "Don't believe a word that that came out of that." Yeah, yeah, that's the way I felt too. I'm not, I'm not, I don't follow too much of this stage, stage, staged, but that just was really pathetic. And people, uh, Joe uh, Manchin was there. And he sounded like a friggin' cameo li- li- liberal. I mean, it was just like, that's the guy that's been giving the Democrats hiccups. He was like, you know, I-, I expected him to throw the Hitler salute at any given time. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. It was, and and uh, oh, Carrie. Carrie's another yeah. example. What was yeah. it? I mean, he he said he said he always wrote he always flies commercial. Oh, liar! Right, and yet not too long ago, maybe half a year or so, I I my job requires that I fly privately. I couldn't possibly get around. Blah 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 blah, and so you know people were like, oh, he says he flies commercially, and and it turns out what he meant by the term commercial is that you lease a plane and a pilot to take you instead of flying your private one that might have been in the garage or something being fixed. It's such a lying bastard. He he is. What about the uh, Pfizer CEO that uh, Rebel News managed to question heavily? This seems to be staged because a lot of people pointed out that the Pfizer CEO had no security uh, while he was walking Outside that, of the street. That was a planned deal. That was part of that, that dude's, uh, he had to do that. 
the White House. That was my question. Yep. He had to do that, or uh, he would go straight to our favorite place, Gitmo. And that, he was really himself at that point in time. Has he been replaced, Dave? Oh, he's just going to be... He's just going to be disappeared. Truly him? Truly him. He's just going to be disappeared. Okay, so uh, the arrogance he, we saw on his face was was his real arrogance. Yes. Okay. He was the real deal at that point in time. But he will eventually be disappearing and without a replacement to... Gitmo, and uh, he still has some of his acting to do what the White Hats want him to do. He still has some of that to do, and then he'll be taken out. And he... He says, you'd be surprised how many have already been uh, taken out. But the movie is going on as it's supposed to. And he, he wants to reiterate to us, don't be fussing over this stuff anymore. It's over and done with. The movie has to play out. And I want to know, Dave, why? Why can't it just end? Like, I want to walk out of the movie theater. You're he too says, advanced, Rob Darling. He says I'm being too impatient. <laughs> <clears throat> I came here for a reason. I need to fulfill it. Don't forget that. Okay, Dave. I won't. I promise. I just get impatient sometimes. He says lots of people get impatient. I'm not the only one who gets impatient. Lots of people are getting impatient. But you don't need to be when you what? look at it in the way that it's already played out. It's already over. It's already won. But they have to play it out in the manner it's being played out in order to show that the legal The behind-the-scenes legal, the real legal, wins. Um, when we look at it and say, oh, the courts are crooked. Yes, the, uh, the courts that are pre the end of the movie are crooked. The courts that we have, that gets confusing. The courts we have now, he says, are legal, meaning the courts after after the end of the movie are all legal in the way they should be. And we aren't going to be needing to use them like we used to um, because the world is going to be so different at that point in time. Things aren't going to be the same. They're going to be very different, and they're going to be wonderful. And, and the, we're all going to say, well, 
I guess it was justified. <laughs> and the beauty of it all is that now you can wait without pain. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, so who oh. cares if you have to wait a little bit? Right. It'll be easier for me during the waiting period. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Wow. We have a question in the chat from Yasmin. But oh, it's, okay. it's like three questions, so I'm going to ask them uh, for her. One at a time? Yeah, one at a time. Okay. okay. She says, sure, I'll ask Dave a question. How much of the population is split into the new world? And maybe I better read the whole thing, and then he can take it or not. Um, okay. Is split into the new world, and is it more a mindset split or will there eventually be a physical split in the world as well i'm supposing she's thinking in terms of you know the having two versions of earth i'm listening have patience uh, there will be a division of good versus evil um, I'm I'm sorry I got a block there Dave Tree, give me help me help me get over the block I'm having trouble understanding because I don't I don't know okay so there's going to be a division good versus evil there is a hell there is a heaven um, people, the good people who have, uh, who will be remaining, there will, Earth will be a better place for a while. Uh, the good ones will stay on Earth because it will be a better place than we have witnessed. Um, the others, he says, there is a hell. They will go to hell. Um, there is no doubt about it. They were just too awful. They were too evil. They were, uh, they were definitely uh, belonging to Satan. And <clears throat> so I guess the, the final answer is, yeah, there's going to be different places for the different beings uh, kind of maybe some he says tell them like a, there's going to be like a purgatory there's going to be earth there's going to be like a purgatory and there's going to be hell but it's not like purgatory like the Catholics were preaching it's a different type of place They'll find out when they get there. We don't need to concern ourselves with it. Don't you feel but, sorry? For, don't you feel sorry for Satan having to deal with all that competition? Poor guy. Hell no, he deserves it. <laughs> I don't feel bad for Satan in any way, shape, or form. Uh, okay, so he answered that. Well, what's next? Well, uh. Infinite says, are the humans who did not take the vax going to get their DNA repaired so it returns to our original makers, markers, spec oh, our original maker's specification? If so, when? 
still. They're not going to be messing with DNA stuff. Uh, we won't have... Our bodies will be different. Okay, how different? He says, I can't answer any any better than those who got the backs got the backs. They will have to deal with whatever they have to deal with. Um... And our bodies, when when the movie is over, our bodies will be in a different way than they are now. So that'll be when 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 the curtain comes down. It's the suspense that gets me. Yeah. Well, he says you don't need to be in suspense, all because <laughs> it's over with. We've won. Just sit back, relax, and don't what if this and what if that, because it won't do you any good. Follow-up question to this uh, Vax thing. Um, are many of the Vax people that are going to leave the Earth, are, are they part of the uh, background people? Uh, he says he really can't address background people. Yeah, why not? He never got involved with background people because he was never interested in them. They don't have a soul, and, and they they don't count in his thoughts so uh, he says that's a different department Dolly that's how he describes things to me sometimes higher uh, dimensional bureaucracy huh bureaucracy everywhere <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so that's the answer to that question Okay, we got another question from AWIA. AWIA, yeah. Uh, will our bodies be more crystalline? I'm listening. He says he's going to answer yes. It's just easier to answer yes. They're going to be different. That's okay. all he can say about that. Okay, let me ask, um, does that entail a uh, turning on of the DNA strands that were turned off? Are we just going to be turned on to what's there? It's just not turned on? Well, he says, like I said before, uh, I can't really answer that because I'm not into the, bo the, the bodies. Okay. It's a different department. So he doesn't know everything? What a disappointment. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't go there. <laughs> what's Dave's specialty? Yeah, what's his specialty? Uh, Not answering questions. 
<laughs> How many questions can you not answer? <laughs> it's all a lot. Check check the quota. Maybe there's a monthly quota. He says Nancy's right. I don't know everything. There's so much he doesn't know. He said, but he likes to share with us what he can and what he does know and can share. So that's why he came today. He wanted to share that information to the boys. He keeps saying to the boys. <laughs> That's because I know everything. <laughs> okay, because okay, AWIA has another question, and um, he's, I don't think that Dave will answer it, but um, it is an interesting question. She's saying, "Have the cabal a kill switch if they get taken out?" And I think what she means by that is, will they take the world down? If they're if they're absolutely positive they're not going to get out, are they going to take it all down? And um, so I, I'm passing it on to you, Dolly. Will Will Dave make any reference? Well, he to says it? I already answered that. Um, the bad ones are going to hell. They they have no control over us. And the end of the movie has already happened. If we're here, we're meant to be. We're, uh, hold on, let me, let me try to do this a different way. Um, he says the cabal have no control over us. Don't worry about the cabal. The cabal has already been defeated. The movie has to play out for some reason. It has to play out. And we will know the answers to the questions he can't answer at the end of the movie. So we can't skip forward to the credits. We have to just no fast forward. <laughs> no fast forward button. <laughs> yeah. This movie does not allow fast forward, pause, or rewind. <laughs> Are there any commercials? I'm just asking you. you know. <laughs> no. No commercials. <laughs> <laughs> it just requires lots of popcorn and tons of patience. Yes. <laughs> you know, speaking of commercials, Dave, you're going to like this one. There was this commercial, and it starts out with these news broadcasters saying, enough of this bad, noise, bad news, we're going to go to our field, blah, 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 and t find out about good news. And so this woman is interviewing this guy, and she, she starts to... So you save that much money on your insurance, and all of a sudden the Geico people come out and they're like, "Yes, yes, they did." And then it's back to you, and they, the people in the studio, go, "That's the only good news you could find." And she said, "Yes." <laughs> Unreal news. Uh, I laughed. Happiest news you can find anywhere. I laughed. Well, about insurance, you know. I mean, it was just. It. I did. I was laughing so hard. It was the funniest thing to see. You know. It's like no, there is no good news except buy some insurance. You know. Oh Lord, I knew Dave would like that. He thinks that's funny. Um, yeah. Okay. Now. Um, Infinite Awareness is saying that Harold Krauts says that Satan is sleeping peacefully on God's lap for the next thousand years. And Harold Krauts came out 
a few years ago and said that Satan um, had left the planet. Is is our ability to, I mean, have we been going through, I'm asking Dave, have we been going through this, let's say, prepared theater, uh, you know, since we've got the Shungite? Was the Shungite brought here to start start this total awareness thing? Because, I mean, it's been on the planet for millions of years, and yet we're only now, you know, like, oh, my God, this stuff is pretty cool, you know? It, it, is that part of the whole narrative? No. Huh? Shungite is, is a blessing to us, um, but it didn't, it isn't what you said it. It isn't what you just said. It's just a blessing given to us to help us through rough, rough places, times, places. Yasmin's asking, who's running this shit show if, if Satan's gone? Um, Satan's not gone. He says, whoever said that is full of... Uh, <laughs> is full of it. <laughs> That's a better way to say it. <laughs> so that would be Arald? That would be what? Arald Kautzweiler, who said that uh, Satan is sleeping on God's lap. I don't know who that is. I have the um Harold. Like, Harold. Yeah, Harold. Harold I, I pronounced Krauts. it the German way, sorry. Harold Krauts. <laughs> we talk about him from time to time. He's the black goo guy. Oh well. Satan Maybe isn't was... Satan has never sat on God's lap for to, to do anything. Maybe he was thinking, maybe Harold was thinking of uh, Lucifer. He's not on planet, but Satan probably is. Lucifer and Satan are two different entities, so maybe Harold got it wrong. He, it's as like he was referring to Lucifer. He, he, he used the word demiurge. Oh. But I, so always, I, always, seemed, I always assumed that they were basically the same thing. Can Dave explain us the difference, if there is a, a difference? In what? God, Satan, Lucifer, and the Demiurge. What's the difference? Who who are they? If they're not the same? I'm listening. <laughs> All right, you're not going to like this. That's not his Answerable department. question. <laughs> it's not his department. He says, I come... To share with you different news, I don't come to explain the world to you or, or heaven or hell. or I don't come to tell you what way to wear your hairs this day. Uh, I don't come to so I come we're... pass on news I can pass on to try to help you uh, get through this movie uh, without so much concern that people can work up in their emotions and bodies because it hurts the bodies when you get so worked up about things that are out of your control. There you go. You said something there. Uh, 
we are and have been for quite a while, uh, like quite a while, we are out of control of everything except our own lives, our own thoughts. Um, we have done what, uh, not all, but part of what we came to do. We have, we have done that, and now we have. At one point, we were here to try to get people to wake up, to really try to get them to wake up. We have woken up all those that we can wake up at this time. We need to stop trying to wake people up and just be here for when and if any more wake up. He says there will be very few, very few who... uh, Wake up. We hate using that that wake up phrase. It's not really wake up. It's coming to reality, I guess, is how Dave wants to say it. Um, there's going to be a lot who choose not to wake up. They're going to be in like the purgatory place. Oh, wait a minute. I got that wrong. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. I got the purgatory wrong. Purgatory is here on earth. Those, that's why our bodies are going to transition somehow. Because we're going to go to a different level, literally. Uh, Like a different earth. Like whoever asked that, like a different earth. We're going to go to a different place. So there's that different place where... It's wonderful. Then there's purgatory. Then there's hell. That's how it goes. Right, Dave? He said, you got it as good as you can, Dolly. (laughs) Thank you. So it sounds like we're going on a cruise. Some of us are going to the commissary. Others are going to the Lido deck. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know what the Lido deck is. I've never been on a cruise. (laughs) I've been on many. <laughs> I used to work on cruise ships. <laughs> oh, I, I get seasick. I could never do that. I did twice. It's not fun, but no, yeah. that's not fun at all. <laughs> uh, Dave, so it, yeah, go ahead, Dolly. Go ahead. Any? I was just going to say, any other questions? I was thinking yeah. a, a worry that many of us might have uh, is the economic question. Uh, there's the the health issues, you know, but people who didn't get the vax, I guess they might have uh, concerns about the uh, the economy. And what can you tell us to reassure if if there's something to be reassured about regarding the economy, money, and all that stuff? There will be no worries over financial money, mon- money exchanges of money. There won't be that. It's going to be completely different. So should I stop my estate planning? <laughs> He's laughing. He says, of course not. you got to start and finish it. 
Okay, Dave, I got another question from Yasmin, and it's it's uh, just a, well, I'll just ask it. Um, she says, California's water situation, we keep bringing in the rain, but they keep letting the water out of the reservoirs. Is that part of the show to expose the corruption? Yes. That fast, yes. Just There's this. things that are deeper than them just letting the water out. Uh, that maneuver goes deeper but yes it's part of the movie plan to expose I don't suppose he wants to expand on deeper <laughs> deeper what well he just said it it goes deeper than just letting oh go. no he's not going to explain any further <laughs> <laughs> You just hit the unanswerable part of the question. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's my job, to ask un unanswerable questions. <laughs> oh, there's the popcorn group. They've joined us. Does Dave yeah, have, have anything specific more that he might want to say? Uh, he would just like to reiterate. You, there are no... No more reasons for us to fuss over things other than our health, normal-type people things. Um, but the movie is playing out, and things are going to start to happen faster and faster and faster, he says. If you're not paying attention, you'll miss some of the stuff that's going on. So uh, he says it's up to you right now if you wanna if you wanna watch it, it pick up as much as you can from what's happening. Some people are not, are unable to follow some of the things that are happening because they can't think that way. But they'll be carried through anyway, so they can just relax. And he says, uh, they are very happy that I am feeling better. They had nothing to do with that. That was all. I'm, I'm getting done by God, but he's also saying, different department, Dolly. <laughs> <laughs> I think he I'm did sure that for thought fun. you had friends in high places, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yes. He says I do. Whether I realize it or not, I do. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I mentioned no bureaucracy. <laughs> well, how about asking, does he know why Dolly is suddenly out of pain? Is this something that is a gift because she's been such a good girl? He says, different department, Nancy. <laughs> he doesn't know why I'm out of pain. He's just, he's very glad. Because he hated seeing me in the pain. But it was something I had to go through. For some reason, I had to go through that. And whatever was the reason, it's over with now for me. So that must have been handled by the Department of Pain in the Asses. They were the one in charge of that, so you have to talk to them and ask them. Pain in the chest, yeah. 
Well, I know where I can find a pain in the ass, Walt. <laughs> yes, Captain. <laughs> Whatever you say, Captain. <laughs> uh, pain in the chest, no. I don't know where that department is either. All of a sudden, I have myself in a place where there's all these doors. All these doors. Oh, no. Where's the pain thing? Answer the question. <laughs> we do have to make right decisions along this path. In this movie we're in, we have to make right decisions. We we aren't off the hook yet. Because um, people can make the most god-awful decisions. <laughs> he says, watch, watch what you're doing. Think about things before you act because you can still hurt people mostly not meaning to uh, but there's still those who well the nasty ones who want to hurt people uh, but watch your decision think about it think are, am I going to hurt somebody if I do or say this because we can still get in trouble we're not out of trouble for personal trouble we we need to watch our P's and Q's. And he's, he is done. Unless you have another question that he can answer. Does he need a towel to uh, dry off the sweat from dealing with us on our questions? Dave doesn't I, sweat. I would never ask him <coughs> I wouldn't have the guts. <laughs> Watch out, Walt. You might be about to get hit in the back of the head. <laughs> yeah. Like that would be a first time, right? Don't, yep. don't forget it's always he a was first. MK Ultra. <laughs> oh. No, he, no. Yeah, no, sorry, go ahead, Nancy. No, I don't think it was MK Ultra. It was he was a secret s soldier. That's a different program. Super soldiers. Super soldiers, yeah. MK Ultra is a mind control that they tried to put on us. That's the trauma-based programming. Right, and I don't know that he went through that. Dolly, you can ask him. I might be wrong, but I thought he says you think you can't go through two things. Oh well, that's that's yeah, I got that myself as I was talking. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I didn't want to, but you said say it. <laughs> well, no, because I wouldn't want to be known as somebody that went through MK Ultra, and I'm going to tell you the facts of the universe. It's like I'd be like, yeah, I they they failed, they failed. <laughs> you know, it was the way you phrased it. It's like. No, because MK Ultra was a success for a lot of people. They learned a lot from. It's still going on. Yes, I know. It's even nastier than it was. Yep. Yep. Uh, how about a question regarding the uh, that space program? Not the space program. The uh, uh, super soldier program. Will Will this become uh, common knowledge? Are we going to learn? Is the the public going to learn about the existence of this? Yeah, in the end, we'll know it, yeah. A lot of people know it now. It's fairly right. common knowledge. Yeah. 
But there's a lot of people uh, who know it but refuse to admit it, just like other things. And there's the mass media, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, these people that really haven't been paying attention to what's going on out there, boy, are they getting ready for an (laughs) eye-opener, you know? (laughs) I mean, we've been able to kind of digest it over a few years, well, many, in my case, you know, 50-some years, of you get a little of this and a little of that, and you kind of like, okay, it's like getting whacked in the, oh, God, have you seen this thing where there's a new TV program about people slapping each other? No. Yeah. They had a, a clip of it. And these two two people are standing, be, be, you know, facing off, and... One of them just, are you ready? And he hauls off and hits him. And it's like it's it's like brain damage. You can see it. I mean, some of the people, the way that they reacted are the way that they tell you that if you see this on a football field, they've got a concussion. Get them off the field. And they'd get back up and get hit again. It's it's unbelievably demonic. I think you're, Nancy, you're talking about power slapping? Yeah. Yeah, I saw videos on Rumble. They keep pushing these videos now of, of I don't know if they're competitions, or but they, they advertise as power slapping. I mean, what? It's some kind of a contest. I mean, the one I saw, it was set up like a game show environment. Well, what's the point of the contest? To see if you can kill someone? Yeah, basically. <laughs> And, and the oh and the weird thing, I heard it on uh, Gutfeld last night. They were covering it, and the weird thing to me was, yes, I know they may have been. I, I was appalled. I was a- absolutely appalled. But, and and you know, Tyrus and Gutfeld and 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 uh, Tim, she, they all kind of like made jokes about it. But two of those panelists were. Oh, yeah, that's like my favorite show now. I want to see that. And I think that they were honestly saying that. Oh. And I'm like, that was what appalled me more than anything else, is that you people who are supposed to be semi, you know, awake, you you don't see the awfulness of this? So it... it I, I, would, I would ask Dave, are these people humans? Like these slappers, these guys who keep keep uh, slapping each other. Are they really humans? He says it's the first he's heard about that, not his department. <laughs> so we have to find the uh, power slapping department now. <laughs> uh, yeah. This reminds me of the first words you hear when you encounter the Borg for the first time. They say, we are the Borg. Your history as you knew it, you knew it has now come to an end. Those are the first words you get to hear when you first encounter them. Your history as you knew it has now come to an end because that's it's beginning to look like the end of whatever passes for accepted history. It, it can't end at any lower, can it? Well, it seems like we've... This is like the lowest it, it ever got. Power slapping. I mean, like Nancy said, they, it's like concussion festival. No I don't get that, for what reason do they want to beat the shit out of each other and kill each other. That's why I'm thinking they're not humans. They, it's, it's just some distraction, some, uh, uh, again, another distraction. And, and it's, to me, I doesn't think, feel I think human. it's for money. I think they get, whoever wins gets money. 
Oh. But who in their right mind would smash or get smashed to, to just for money? Uh, I don't know. Oh, oh. Th didn't you know that this happened years ago? He, uh, it was, I think it was here in the Twin Cities. They were doing a radio contest. You know when they do contests on the radios, the, the different stations offer something if you do something. And you guys remember that uh, game console called the Wii, W-I-I, and the, and the, and the uh, contest was hold your Wii for a Wii. So you're supposed to be in this room, and you're supposed to drink a gallon of water, and you're supposed to not go to the bathroom, be able to hold it in for, I think, an, an hour or so. Well, the woman who did it, she was, she's, waited you know not not to pee herself to be able to she held into the, the urine her bladder burst oh she had an infection and she died from it and i'm saying she died over a, a game console for a radio stunt stunt i couldn't believe it at the, at the, the, the back in those year when i when i heard the thing man this is crazy hold your wee for a wee god absolutely horrible I won't but, even watch wrestling or, or boxing or I won't watch it. Why stand there and beat the shit out of each other? I don't care if they say it's money. That's ridiculous. Well, I'm wondering if it's, if it's not another example of showing people how really perverse this, in quotes, human being is. I mean, if... if if I came to Earth as an ET and I saw people beating the shit out of each other for nothing except some paper, I'd say, "Oh, let's just get it's rid of the get, get rid of these people. They're, they're, they should. We don't want well, to be." It's, a, it's a becoming a trend. Have you seen uh, this Korean Korean television show called uh, Squid? It's a con the contest. Uh, contestants have to participate in this game where they they go into this maze-like structure, you know, with stairs and rooms and so called, and they're supposed to survive against the, the they're they're contesting. They're supposed to be survive against this team that's hunting them down. So if you get at the end of the, to the end of the show and you're still alive, that's what allows you to win because. By the time you get to the end, most of the contestants are already dead. There's in for real? No, it's, it's a it's a show. It's a it's a television show made in Korea. It, it's called Squid. So you see the 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 walls, their stairs. They're all stained with blood from the contestants that have died. Oh. And this is it. This is the the trend. The new trend. In, you mean in, the people in, actually uh, died, or it was? That's no, what it's I was a, asking. It's a, it's a it's a television show. It's it's fake. You know they're not. Oh being okay called, okay. Oh saying, so it's fake blood. Yeah, it, but the the the, the storyline is that the contestants have to be killed, because that's that's the the, the you're, you're you're contesting to in order to remain alive to the to the very end. So, so that, and you get all this money for surviving till the very end. So th this is the idea. The, you know, this is it. This is a, the thing. It was, uh, I think, it was showing on Netflix. So I'm saying this is the concept of uh, future entertainment: killing people on television. Oi, 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 oi. We're <laughs> well, at the they're showing the pedophile on television now. Who? Uh, what? 
I saw an advertisement with three little girls dressed up in these skimpy-ass costumes that, like maybe a baton twirler or something like that, but they were minimized from that. And they were strutting their stuff around. That is pedophile stuff in our faces. And that was just one advertisement. That's why I don't watch advertisements, part of it. Well, is, isn't that uh, part of the argument of the woke community, that uh, pedophilia is not an illness? It's actually uh, just a sex, sex, sexual orientation? Like oh, yeah, being... they're trying to get us to accept it, yeah. 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 No, I don't accept it. All right, so it's the top of the hour. Does Dave want to stay around, or what's his agenda? No, he, he's done. He's done. Okay, well, if he wants to come in later, just interrupt. And um, we're going to be right back. This is Stephen Curtis Chapman, meant to be. Welcome back to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show for January 24th, 2023. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Walt Silva, Dolly Howard, and Nicholas D. And uh, Infinite says that there was problems with the music. I don't know what it was. I didn't hear it on my end, but it may have come out a little loud. I don't know. It could have been just specific to her. I didn't see anybody that had their mics open. So. It sounded good on my side, but I, we hear it through Skype, so yeah, I guess yeah. it's different on the station. So I apologize if it was not good. But, um, okay, so I, I, a couple of things here that I wanted to talk about, because this is getting, you know, Dave's talking about the movie and stuff. This movie is getting absolutely deranged, <laughs> <laughs> because we know now that... Um, Okay, the Biden documents. This is just such a strange story. So we don't know why his lawyers began to rifle, rifle through the Penn State Biden Center office and finds these, these documents. But then they find the documents that are in the garage with the Corvette. And then they find some more documents. And then they find some more documents. And then they find some more documents. So they decide, well, maybe we should now go to the Biden beach house. And in the beach, now, the last group of things that they, gave, that they found were dated at the time that he was a senator. And senators aren't supposed to have those in their, in their possession at all unless they're in a skiff, a specifically secured environment to look at them. They don't take them home. Not a senator, not a congressman. Now, a president and apparently vice presidents uh, sometimes take these things home because it was all during the time that he was a senator, I mean, a, a, the vice president. So the vice presidency, he, you know, may, maybe it was something that was done, but it wasn't by law. But then when they went to the beach house, apparently, they found documents that go back to when he was a senator, and he had no... No explanation. There is no explanation. You're not supposed to take him out of the skiff room. So, you know, <laughs> every day it's like, are you kidding me? Why, why isn't the FBI gone to every place that he possibly could have put a document like that? 
and you know done a thorough sh- search they apparently did mayor largo in four hours why is it taking you know seven eight we, three, three, seven or eight days just to get through biden's well now i think we're past 10 days but the oddest thing the the, the kicker today was that apparently vice president pence got nervous and went through his own files and found confidential documents that he then closed up the box. This is a story. He closed up the box, put it in a safe, and then called the authorities on himself. <laughs> I mean, it's it's getting like, you know, well, what story can we do to explain this one? And the first one that came to mind is, oh, my God, this really proves that Pence is a, is a you know, raging cabalist because oh the president's going to go down oh my god the president's going well i'll just say that i did the same thing and it'll mitigate the the damage right but on the other side of it it's like how many people are getting set up like this could i be next and so he decides to look himself but the fact or maybe he was just like paranoid because he knew he had taken him home but yeah now pence is involved in it <laughs> And Pence has already been replaced, so this is part of the movie. Yeah, but it's it's just getting more and more uh, Keystone Cop type of thing. It is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to mention that. The other thing I did... But, go oh, ahead, go, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I just wanted, in this case instance, they're trying to promote now that Biden is a hoarder. So it's okay that he took the documents because he's a hoarder. No, he couldn't. He couldn't help himself. No, Gudfeld corrected that. He said he's not a hoarder. A hoarder knows where his papers are. He's a loser. <laughs> 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 yeah, <that's> true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, it's Hunter. Hunter was the one that was stashing these things all over the place. You know, Joe would, mm-hmm. hand, Joe would hand him a piece of paper that had all sorts of intelligence in it, and he'd say, you know, show it to your bosses and then destroy it, and he never destroyed it. Why? Because he hates his father, and he was planting evidence. I, I always thought that this uh, this explanation was, was, it feels valid to me, that Hunter hates his father and he just wants to expose him. If we didn't have the computer thing in the story... You know, this wouldn't hold water. But we do. And, I mean, he went and he left it there with all that incriminating evidence in it. It's, it reminds, uh, it reminds there, me. Huh? Big red flag. Big red flag right there. Yeah. Well, it reminds me of this movie. I didn't watch it, but somebody told me about it. And they said that there was this uh, guy that all these women hated and they kept through the movie trying to kill him but every time they tried to murder him something went wrong and then he dies but nobody knows who did it right and it's, it's sort of the same thing they couldn't believe that they couldn't kill him they tried everything to kill him and they just couldn't kill him and I, I have this feeling that Hunter might be feeling like he's in a movie I gave them everything that I had, all of the evidence to fry this man, and they just didn't even look at it, you know? Oh, my God, he's taking apart that country. He's such a nasty bastard, and he's treating me even worse than he ever did. You know, I'm going to get him this time. I'm going to send him out to look for these documents. And he probably, Hunter probably didn't really know where they were, but he knew he didn't throw them out. 
Yeah, go look in uh, the pen a pen office. Go take a look in the pen office. You know, I I just feel that it's Hunter behind it. I mean, all right, it's one thing to say, okay, the papers in the pen office were um, somebody stashed them there. The lawyers, what are the lawyers looking for? Why? Why were you doing this? But maybe somebody stashed them there. Okay, so somebody may have stashed them in with a Corvette. But every place he's been, and it goes back into time, to the time when he was a senator, you know, this is this is a, this has gone beyond somebody setting you up. This is somebody was very, very either negligent or, you know, negligent because you really wanted to get caught. I believe he's being set up. And I I can't stand uh, the actor, it, but I believe that being is being set up. That's oh. all. Okay. You got any reasons for it, or it's just what you feel? Well, just looking at all the evidence, um, why are his lawyers looking for this now? Where did these documents come from that are in the other places other than his car? And why now? Why now? You know, it could be to, so that people wake up, but Dave just said that there's no room for people to wake up anymore. No, no but the, the story has to play out. People are not waking up. Yeah, it's, it's, this is the, the the closing credits, so the whole story has to play out. Yeah, they're testing our, our patients or something. They're waiting for us to pass. You know. Well, that's that's a waste of time since we have we run out of patients. We've run out of patients. Yeah. I'm not Luckily, out of patients. Luckily, Dolly is, is outside, out of pain, so she can afford to wait a little bit longer. Yeah. We have plenty of distractions, like power slap. I, I, I just look... Power slapping videos. <laughs> I just look at the whole thing, and it's, it's like, so amusing. I mean, you know, you used to look at the news. The, the, see, for all my adult life, basically, I've looked at news. That's all I watch on television or, you know mostly news and I worked nights so a lot of times the television was on so I saw a lot of real news 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 and um, some of the people that I watched then are like I'm, I look at them now and I go how could I have ever believed in them and Tucker Carlson was somebody I did not care for and now I can't believe that he says the things he says he's just amazing wonder what the dog's barking at. I think he stopped. Hope you guys weren't hearing it. Probably. Anyway. Nick. Uh, maybe a different subject. Go ahead. Uh, have you guys noticed um, a thinning of the veil uh, recently? Yeah, actually, Derek talked about it. He, he didn't talk in terms of a thinning of the veil so much as a change in the energy fields that are kind of accelerating our ability to see beyond the the curtain. 
my words, not Derek's. I noticed it a while ago. Yeah. Well, do you know, are you? Do you count? Because you you've been talking to the other side for years. <laughs> you're you're over our heads in that sense. Yeah, it's not of her own. It's not in our league, that's for sure. <laughs> I was about to say. Uh, recently, I had uh, some kind of vision about a new reality being right in my face. And I kind of perceived uh, the only thing separating it from my reality is a thin, thin layer of, of see-through, like a see-through fabric. But something really thin and see-through. So it, it felt to me uh, like the, the new, a new reality is right there in my face. So I don't know about you guys, but it's like it feels it's closer and closer i guess dave said it you know things are going to be revealed and something's gonna flip and we're gonna see this new reality don't resist it oh yeah i guess it's just uh make sure you don't run out of popcorn and patience <laughs> yeah <laughs> it uh it arrives the biggest mistake we used to do well for years and years is like oh i'm going crazy oh i'm just seeing things Oh, it's just, no, stop making those stupid excuses. You are seeing because everything is changing. Your whole, the whole dynamics, the whole energy signature of reality is changing. So don't question it. Just accept it. Enjoy it. Just be interested in seeing something different. And uh, but, but don't question it. I mean, how many times has Dolly gotten that message? Every time she doubts that she's perceiving something. And she, she questions it, and she keeps being told over and over again, oh, you're not, you know, stop doubting. No, you're not seeing things. No, you're not hearing things. Yeah, don't doubt. So the me I think the message is that, don't doubt, and, and, and don't resist. Like saying, oh, I must be going crazy. Oh, I must, be, uh, I must have uh, eaten something that didn't agree with me. Or Stop making excuses. That's, that's lame -oh. That's the old way of thinking and being. Just get used to the, this, whatever, whatever passed for the old reality that's collapsing so fast. How can you avoid seeing things when the old reality is just collapsing at this uh, incredible speed? It's a miracle we're not seeing more things. <laughs> well, you know, I want to go back to that question regarding, you know, uh, is there some plan for the dark side to take out the world, you know, third nuclear war, or, I mean, a nuclear war, or <clears throat> some terrible plight that is real instead of not real? Um, that's, a real, that's a fear that I had, because after World War II, and remember, we're talking about the same mindset, you know, this fascist, totalitarian, God's god kind of thinking you know i'm a god you're peons i mean it just it's horrendous um that they they actually said that if they were going to lose the war they would destroy germany and they did very well at it they kept fighting when they should have quit and you know so there was a massive <clears throat> like his 15 million 
soldiers that died in World War II. But there's 45 million civilians. So if you look at those statistics, you say that's a very legitimate question. And as I was pondering it during the show, it's another reason for having taken out all these people under secrecy. Because if left to their own, maybe they would have tried the, you know, doomsday scenario. Get rid of it all instead of losing. Because to lose in their mentality is something they can't quite conceive of. So, I don't know. I just wanted to mention that. Anybody else got any ideas on that? I don't think it could happen. and that's. But I think that the reason for that is having taken out so many people already that would have orchestrated that. Like, I feel that the head of the the demon is, is gone. And, you know, we're just running around with these crazy little people thinking that they're still working for somebody that is long gone. Well, hasn't Dave told us to stop worrying about these things? Yep. So I'm I'm not gonna feed that worry for what if if, if it's it's a movie it's already been played it's already finished we're just watching the final movement so then what I have to worry about what when it's all been done it's all been everything's been addressed and and one other thing else on Saturday I did mention this but um, last week on this show I said that I don't remember seeing pharmaceutical ads on. Uh, Fox, because that's what I primarily w watch. And sure enough, from 5 o'clock until 12 o'clock, I have not seen a pharmaceutical co uh, ad, commercial, on Fox. Um, you do see things like for little ailments. Uh, you know, they, they're made by the pharmaceutical company, but it's not the big stuff, you know, like for autism and for... For everything under the sun, I never pay attention to them, so I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. But, you know, there's, I haven't seen them. They're not there. And so I checked to see what's the percentage of commercials that the pharmaceutical companies normally, are, you know, pay for, for re uh, television commercials. And it's 75%. Now, granted, I might have missed one or two, you know, but if there were 75% of them, you'd, see, you'd think that... I would be seeing well, it. Maybe they're not spending on television, but I have uh, uh, Amazon Prime because I watch uh, free movies, and there's there's tons of drug commercials. There there are drugs for people that have HIV and have no symptoms. There are drugs for people that have ulcerative colitis. There are, I mean, you name it, they have a drug for it, and I, uh, the commercials are so hilarious because. Here they're describing these horrible ailments, and yet you see these young, sexy people having the time of their lives, having fun, and playing with each other. And it's like, it, it, it's almost like you want that sickness. Oh, I would really like to enjoy ulcerative colitis, like the people in these and these commercials that are playing games. And <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> that and insurance companies. You name it, they they have a commercial for. You name the insurance company, there's a commercial there. So maybe they're not putting their money on uh, on standard television, they're putting their money on the other on the other services. 
<laughs> That's why you don't yeah. see them. Nowadays, uh, I guess a lot of uh, the attention is, is on social media. And, you know, when we grew up, it was TV. Everything was TV-oriented. Uh, Nowadays, with social media, Facebook and YouTube and all those uh, advertising... Um, targeted uh, advertising, I guess that's where they probably put a lot of money, invest a lot of money in to reach a younger audience too. Mm. Yeah, you you see these uh, co commercials for the different elements, and they're like, oh, everybody's young and sexy and attractive. It was, I, I said to my, I laugh at, I said to my, it looks like people who get sick. As long as you're handsome, you're going to get sick. So you, it's a good thing to be old and not not in, not uh, good looking because that means I'm safe. <laughs> it's 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 funny. Oh, and the, well, and because the, the um, old people are are under Medicare, they don't make as much money on the pharmaceuticals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Is there? Have you listened to Alex or Janine or? Anybody interesting? I wanted, I, want, I wanted to share something with Nick, but I don't know if it's too technical to say, to talk on the radio. This show, you can it, do anything, Walter. Okay. I, I just don't want to put Dolly to sleep. Now that she's out of pain, she's going to feel inclined to take a nap. But then again, it's her freedom, so enjoy your nap. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> At least your voices do put me to sleep. <laughs> yeah. See? That's something good. Uh, Nick sent me uh, a video, um, uh, I guess it's a technical video, because what the, what the video was, this man making a stack of magnets, but between each magnet there are uh, uh, a piece of zinc and a piece of copper. So, so the magnets are sandwiched between a piece of zinc and a piece of copper and then the magnets are separated from each other they're isolated using paper so after the man makes seven layers like this seven magnets each one sandwiched between uh, copper and zinc when he measures the voltage on the ends of the you have a, a by stacking the, these seven magnets together he's actually developed a voltage. In the video, he's developed three volts, and he used it to light up an, an LED. And I said to Nick, yeah, it's perfectly doable because LEDs are not pop, not run by current, but voltage, but they're run by voltage, and that's what this thing is, is creating. So what I did was uh, I ordered those little, those little uh, coin-size... Uh, Magnets, they look at the, like the size of a dime. I'm waiting for those. I got, I got a LEDs. Those, those I got delivered. But I was able to confirm my suspicion. I have uh, other other magnets, not as numerous, but I have um, three uh, three pound magnets. It means that the the pull strength of them is three pounds. And what I did is I I was able to make a stack of five magnets. And I, I did the stack of the five magnets. Then what I did is I also changed the orientation so that the metal would be uh, positive to negative. I, I, I doused the, the organ polarity of the metals. So by, by uh, connecting them in series, 
negative to positive on the organ polarity, the voltage went up. It was able to generate it. It put, it put up a, a, a better voltage. And then the last thing that I did was the, the test that I wanted to confirm is um, the shungite mix that I use on the resonators is shungite by itself is not magnetic. So early on when I, I said, okay, how do I get the shungite in the field and to stay there on the field when shungite itself is not magnetic? It won't stay with a, with a magnet. And if you can't use any kind of glue because it'll just create a, a, an, an insulator. So what I did is I found the, the um, um, iron powder that it was just as fine as shungite powder. In fact, when you mix them together, you, it, they're indistinguishable. You can't tell which is the shungite and which is the iron power, powder. So that way I can get the shungite to stick to the magnet perfectly and coat the magnet perfectly. So what I did is I coated the two faces of the magnet. So you have a magnet with shungite on both faces and with copper on one side, uh, zinc on the other side, and then again, you, you know, using an, an insulator like paper connected to another magnet. So I found that by adding the shungite, the voltage went up. So I'm waiting for the rest of the magnets to, to actually do the full test and see what is the the difference with and without shungite. But just like years ago when I tested the the shungite on the a on the AC motor, there was actually more current in the system when the, the electricity was going through the shungite as opposed to just being copper the copper wires. When I put the shungite in the circuit, <laughs> there was actually more power in the circuit. So I want to see what happens with this thing. Once I'm able to complete the experiment, I'm, I want to say thank you very much and give you credit because that was Nick who who made me aware of this of this video. Yeah, I thought I thought it was interesting, you know, to create this little battery out of magnets and and these like copper and paper. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking that okay, you'd probably look, uh, you probably did experiments with shungite and magnets in the past, uh, and and I was wondering if you could. Uh, maybe be inspired by this video to, to try yeah. out some new battery uh, like free energy device using shungite yeah so when, once i'm able once i have all the components and continue with the testing I'll, I'll keep you informed as to what happens but uh when you put shungite in the system there's actually more power the 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 voltage actually goes up You've always you've always said this that in the past that when you've used shungite uh, and let's say near electrical devices they run more efficiently they mm -hmm. use less power so I've my thought that it, it would be a good thing to inco incorporate shungite because of that effect I guess it's the spin if it, if it has the positive spin there's less resistance thus the energy or the power just runs uh, efficiently yeah. effortlessly the other thing I want to test is being aware of how programmable Shungite is how does it respond to being programmed in an energy system like this this thing having to put a voltage out and having it run let's say like an LED okay will it accept the program, like for example, Nancy is the one that taught me that you can shut down Shungite. Since the Shungite is, 
in in layers between the magnet and everything else what happens if i tell it to shut down will the will the voltage go down to near zero what happens if i tell it to uh, amplify you know that those are the kinds of tests that i want to do but i need all the components <laughs> to carry out all the testing that's it nice uh dolly you can wake up now <laughs> Well, the... I was eating my popcorn. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> yeah, I ate well, some... this will change. Yeah, I mean, if it, who knows? This, like the research that Walt is doing, the testing that he's doing, might end up in some uh, free energy device, like freestanding uh, eternal energy device that you can use to power something in your home. You know, a computer or I don't know, some, to heat your home, or it might be. Uh, a, a step into the uh, the free energy thing, or a step closer to it, I guess. Well, I suspect that he's just downloading, you know, manuals on how to do this. It's probably something very well known. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well known in the higher realms, or just in in technology. Just take us out another fifty years that they already know all this. Mm. Oh, yeah, they're super advanced. They're like 50 years in the future. And I'm talking they, about humans. Human, no, humans. Humans. Human beings. The technology that they're... They're so they're advanced at least 50 years. And it's not... It was like, you know, where, where we are now, they're 50 years in the future. It's probably even farther than that. Um, but they have tried to keep the science hidden. But the reality is, if you find the science, and it, we, we, we can prove this historically going back to the people that were able to demonstrate you can run a car on water, all right? And they were all taken out. They all committed suicide. You know, I mean, obvious, right? But this was early in the game. So what you've got now is, yeah, Walt's telling us this, you know, that you told him, because somebody put it on YouTube. Was that what it was, the YouTube thing? And think of how far that went just in that, without even Walt getting involved in it, how many people have, you know, going to go, oh, well, that's interesting. And so now they're thinking about it. And we know from Marconi and, and, uh, and uh, 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 Bell, you know, how they were, Marconi and, was it Tesla? Who's the radio guy? Bell. Who's the radio guy? Marconi. No, you're talking about Tesla. Marconi and yeah. and uh, Jagadish Chandra Bose. The two men had the Chandra Bose was even before Marconi the, the invented the radio. They were both both working on it and they didn't know each other. And Tesla, a lot of the components Tesla already had. So it's like, was that because they were stealing from each other? Probably not. It was more like the subconscious of the human being is now got that information in there that other people access. So, you know, yes, the more that we talk about it, the more that this science gets out there, the farther along in the sciences we get. But I think it's already established, Nick. I don't think Walt is discovering it. You know, I'm not discovering anything. I'm no. just putting together the elements. That's it. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, he's, he, and he's being very guided in what he's doing. You know, he wouldn't have. He wouldn't have. There's no point in telling him this story before he's got Shungite, because he can bring Shungite into the picture and make it something more. 
so it's like you know he's got he's got experiences that he that allows him to be at a point where downloading the information and guiding him through it makes sense because he's been trained at it and that's really what everybody should you know think about is that I, no matter no, no i'm saying that uh one of the elements is that orienting the metals remember, remember i keep arguing from the beginning that the way that the manuals on electricity are written correct in a way that they are they are purposely forcing the systems to generate counterclockwise because of the way the 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 wires and the wire and the windings and everything well that's one of the things i've proven to myself on the on the bench that when you orient all the metals corrected so that everything is in series with each other as opposed to being uh, uh, positive against positive or anything like that you get better performance because the organ is flowing correctly uh, the way that the systems are built right now the or, the organ is fighting against the the current that that's why you have resistance the the, the thing that nobody is able to explain satisfactorily you know if there is enough space between atoms like the space between in are between stars if there's so much empty space what is the electricity pushing against well it's pushing against the organ that's in the wire so if or you oriented the the organ the the wire so that the both the electrical current and the organ are flowing in the same direction well there's the resistance is negligible because they're both flowing in the same way. That doesn't exist in electrical systems. Nobody cares for that because they don't they don't accept that even organ exists. So they don't take that into consideration. Their so business is an anti-humanity <laughs> technology. <laughs> yeah. And all other fake sciences. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so the sciences can just take off. It's not like we have to spend decades to be able to build it up. It's already there. It's just mm -hmm. waiting for permission to go. And, um, you know, sooner or later we're going to get the permission. You know, Walt, on the Shungite show, uh, Derek, we were talking about, you know, seeing ETs. Um, when you were doing Shamanic Journey, suddenly you were being uh, confronted with ETs versus... Uh, spiritual more spiritual etheric type of guides what kind of ETs mm -hmm. were you confronting what they well, look like interesting that you ask because um, uh, I did a shamanic journey for a lady in the year um, 2017 some some years back and she sent me a letter that she's since since uh, she wrote to me last, she's moved, and she lost the information on on the tra the transcript on her shamanic journey. So she asked me if I copies and I sent it to her. What was interesting is that interesting that you asked this question is because in that shamanic journey I met her two guides, and her two guides were uh, Mayans from from you know the mayas from from earth and their ship was in orbit uh it looked it it it, it was funny because the ship kind of looked like a mayan temple even only even though it's, it's in orbit and it turns out that when i questioned them about it is like 
this is weird because our knowledge of the Mayan is that it's a lost civilization and and he, and, and he explained that no, not all of them. What they happened is that they actually took refuge on the inner earth and they continued evolving past whatever, you know, you have to remember that on the surface, humanity was being forcefully held back at every point and at every turn. The cabal kept holding and, and pushing us back and pushing us back and they had no such limitations. They just kept evolving. So these people are space travelers and it was funny to see. I still remember the images of when I met them because they looked Mayan from the, the facial features, the complexion of their skin. But the funny thing is that the only skin that I could see was from the neck up. The entire body was, they had like a metallic suit. You remember the uh, the series uh, Lost in Space, the original series back in the 60s, where the, and the, I think in the first few episodes when they went into the the Jupiter, I think, what was the name of the ship? The Jupiter 5 or something like that. Uh, they wore these full metal suits. It was like shiny metal. Uh, and that's what they looked like, like the, the way they were dressed. Um, so these people were... Uh, Mayas, they weren't they weren't from some weirdo planet. Or <laughs> so to answer your question as to what aliens I met. Well, you they weren't all Mayans, and you had a number of experiences, correct? Yeah, the uh, the weirdest one was I did this shamanic journey for this gentleman in Indonesia, and in the shamanic journey, it was. It was interesting because I thought I was going, I said, okay, so these are obviously, these guys are not in the upper world. So I, I thought, okay, I'm going to be going to the orbit. No, I wasn't, I was in this plane. Imagine that you're in this desert and there were these, you know, um, the, the thing that the, the, the gold thing that they use in football, which looks like a letter Y, you know, but imagine the posts hit the ground so you you had these um how can i describe this there were these there was like a desert and there were these posts set up a distance from each other creating three different uh, boundaries imagine like there were three three curtains and and they were transparent and these figures appeared in the distance but every time they would cross these boundaries their form would change. They uh, they didn't start out looking human. Then they crossed the first boundary. They looked a, a little bit more human. So finally, when they crossed the third boundary, they looked fully human. And I was wondering about that. Why why is this? He and and the man explains. Oh, we come from another. We are not human. We come from another universe. So that's where this man this man in Indonesia he incarnated on this planet but he's not even from this universe so he doesn't he's not human at all and so i i'm not allowed to ask questions outside of the questions asked by the client so i went ahead and proceeded to ask the questions posed by the by the client but that was the weirdest case um the only one that i've seen where these uh folks were not even from this universe so uh, that's really that's strange. 
I, <laughs> I mean, I'm having a hard enough time thinking about, you know. Yeah. Uh, you think this place is busy enough? <laughs> yeah. And oh, that, I, oh, no. I have to correct myself. I this been so many years I totally forgot and I and I I do have a, a picture I I'm, unfortunately I don't know what the picture is I know I saved it in one of the drives in one of the folders okay many remember the many years ago okay I I studied the 50 step process with with uh, Dr. Costa so where you 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 guide this person this person on a, a person on a very very light transpersonal hypnotherapy and that way the the person can you can take them up to the fourth dimension so they can meet their guides and ask questions so uh when i went to his house to help him because he was a he he had this concern he didn't understand and he was kind of worried because he felt like there was somebody in the house but he couldn't see anybody he just he kept feeling the the thing that somebody's in the house somebody's looking at him but he couldn't see anybody he 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 wasn't he was not he wasn't psychic but he was a very powerful energy he was like a human tricorder I mean, you give him something, and he can actually he could actually sense the energy and tell you what is the shape of the energy, what is the color of the energy, what is the flavor, the smell, everything about the energy of anything of any object. But he didn't consider himself psychic in in any other different way. So uh, I remember I was invited to a, a gathering at his house one night, and I took a picture. There was a, a bonfire. And I took a picture of the bonfire, and then when when we looked at the picture, it was weird because toward one side of the bonfire, there was actually a face in the fire. You could actually make out the features. There was a face. It was a humanoid face. And when he uh, and when he saw that, he he realized it, that was the entity that he kept that he kept feeling inside the house. So when I did a shamanic journey. Uh, the he kept this entity kept repeating that it, he wants it back. He wants it back. So I, I was interpreting that he wanted Rick back with the entity. No, that's not what happened. I started. At, um, re, I remember something to to be done in in um, fifteen step process, which is to re, return the energy to a, a a person or a group of people. Uh, we're always carrying carrying with us energies that are not exactly ours for whatever reason either there were there used to be a, a connection romantic or the, the person you had a, a hateful connection with that person for whatever reason we carry around a lot of energy that, that doesn't even belong to us so i did that I, I gave him instructions to return to this entity all connections that be all energy that belongs to to that and and also ask have this entity give you back any energy that doesn't belong to to it that that's all yours so when I did that the entity was satisfied he it didn't care about Rick it wanted its energy back so when I told them that, the, the, the feeling that Rick was having every day went away. He didn't feel like there was a stranger in the house. He didn't feel anybody look, why, looking at him or anything. 
So he was he was free of the the entity that wanted him back. Keep repeating those words. Uh, it just wanted its energy back. And during the session, I ask, where was this energy? You know, is this entity from an, another life of Rick? Is this from you know a, a past life? No, a future life? No, from another planet? No. Then I ask the question: Is this entity from another universe? It said yes. So that was that what that was it. That was the first experience that I had where uh, an intelligence w was uh, saying, you know, I'm not from this universe. I'm from another universe. So I'm wondering, okay, how many universes are there? I thought this was one was was big enough, but I guess it's not enough. <laughs> we need and, more and, than and, one. And, yeah, and, and it, are there these multiple universes that sort of like coexist in in space and time? Or is one universe creating another universe? How do they? How are they separated? I know. I know that the the dimensions are separated by density. So the vibration of fourth density is less than the vibration of fifth density. So it's the vibration that separated them. Okay. Yeah, how, that's what I was thinking. How do you separate from uh, another universe? Then, it, what must be? Wait a minute. I got it. It's the signature. The energy signature of another universe is different from the energy signature of this universe, and that's how you transpose from one to another. It's like a different color. Let's say this is an orange universe, and that one is a green universe, and that one is a violet universe. So well, it's those, more. It's more not. It's not color. It's actually the speed of the vibration, because if somebody's moving in a vibratory field way beyond what you're capable of doing you don't even see them it's when you everything seems solid to us because we're all vibrating at the same yeah in the same frequency so i mean i can understand how they you could have trillions and trillions of universes why would you be actually because all you have to do is is change you know slightly the parameters of the frequency and the signal because I don't think it's just frequency. I think there's other well, parameters it's, involved. It's not. It's not so much frequency because frequency is what you will use to separate them. Like I, like the example that I said, like the vibration of fourth density is less than the vibration of fifth density. So there, the vibration is is your boundary line, your, what separates one from the other. But there's another element. What about the phase? If you're out of phase, then you could be in the same frequency, but yet invisible because you're in a different phase. That's why you can phase in and out of something. Yeah. Because if you're out of phase, yeah. then you're invisible. Nobody can see you. I'm thinking that the phase thing might be the uh, like the different dimensions. Mm -hmm. Like two uh, close uh, dimensions might be just a phase thing, so that you can go from one to the other. Just by switching the phase, I don't know. What's your your take on this, Nancy? Well, I'm I'm reminded of the situation where Dolly was in a restaurant, and there was a cute little waiter, and she was flirting with him and stuff. And it so she says to him, "Okay, I want to make my order," and he said, "You've already made it." And she does not remember anything about doing that. She was very explicit on what she was doing. But the rest of the family confirmed what he said. Yes, we've already made the order. And what had happened is that she had actually gone into, and again, what do we call it? We don't know. But this alternate universe, this alternate dimension, this alternate timeline, 
where it was what she was experiencing happened to her and in the timeline that she was no longer in it's almost like by uh by biolocation and um i'm not explaining it very well but that's what i when you shifted realities she's shifted realities yes and i could have let her you know talk about this but she might be asleep i didn't want to wake her up (laughs) (laughs) what happened was um we were sitting waiting for him to take our orders and then he finally came and took our orders and so later he was uh, at the table across from us and and I, I said well are you going to come and take our orders no are you going to bring our orders because I thought we had already ordered and he said I haven't taken your order yet. And that's what threw me off. I well, you did because I remembered it. And that's when uh, either Sherry or Shannon, my youngest daughter and her husband, took my hands and in, in his hands, I think it was Shannon, and said, uh, Dolly, we didn't order yet. I said, yes, we did. And they had trouble convincing me that we had. I didn't believe them. I had ordered. But I ordered in the other dimension, evidently. But I did not take. Uh, my body was in the, the current dimension and the other dimension. It was, But I didn't remember being in the other dimension. It could have been worse, Dolly. You could have, you know, ordered and then gone to the other one and the person there ate your food and you came back and you, you know, no, Dolly, it's, it's actually, but we are, we ate the food. I can't get to eat. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Could have been much worse. <laughs> I wish I could do that. The trick that uh, the shaman would do that I, re- I remember reading in a book many years ago where this, uh, every time he needed to store something, let's say he, he had, for example, he had a pen knife or he had a small items, a flute or some, some, something small, he would actually close his eyes and he would see himself placing the item in a cupboard and then he would close the door. And when he opened his eyes, the, art, the, uh, the item was gone. So the item was like in a folding space, and he could close his eyes, and he could, it doesn't matter the, the time. It could be years, it could be minutes. He would close his eyes. In his mind, he would open the cupboard, and there was the item. He would take it out, and there it was in his hand. So that's how he went around, because pe- people would wonder, how is this man able to do what he does? And he's never has, he never has any luggage. He's never carrying around a bag with something, a knapsack something food or a drink no nothing he's always going around with his uh, nothing in his hands uh maybe a, 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 a what do you call it a cane or something or a stick or something where is everything well everything was in the cupboard he would close his eyes and he would see himself opening and closing this cupboard where he the things were stored 
and that was one of his shamanic th things. I, I wonder how that's done because it's, wow, that's incredibly convenient. You can actually buy a whole store full of merchandise and carry nothing in your hands. Just put it in a folded space, I guess. Nice, nice, nice trick. The See, cosmic Costco. <laughs> <laughs> hey, why not? I mean, we don't know. We can't limit what can possibly happen. If this guy's actually demonstrating this, then surely it's something that has an enterology explanation to it. Yeah. Folds in space. Maybe that's what time travel is. It just folds well, in space. We're, we're, we're so creative. Why can't we create our own pockets of space? Why? Exactly. Nobody told, you, nobody told you you couldn't remember your past lives. <laughs> yep. So, Dolly, you yeah. got anything else to say? This popcorn's really good. Oh, God. I'm so jealous. I know, huh? <laughs> Bummer. Well, I think it was uh, a pretty good time. We had Dave here. He was in a fun mood. I think it was a good good time with y'all. We should have asked him for a catalog. Catalog? Yes, and a catalog showing what departments we can ask about <laughs> so oh. we can invite somebody from <laughs> another department. Wouldn't I, you, you know, I bet he would say that's not my department. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have access to catalogs. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> it is funny. Well, believe it or not, I, I know it's funny, but it's it's common practice in the 15-step process. You you ask your guides to bring someone who knows about it. That's what happened with Mitch Fernand when she had a her uh, psychic surgery on her third eye, which was damaged in another life, her guys actually had to call another guide who was an expert on operating the third eye. So, so that's a that's a common practice with the guides that you actually, when they, they don't know, they actually call on someone who does know. Well, uh, Walt, uh, it's like Nancy, <clears throat> sorry, Nancy and uh, the French doctor, when yeah. when the French doctor came forth. Yeah, 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 perfect example. Well, anyway, I'm going to say goodbye to everybody because it's getting short on time. So um, thanks for being here. Thanks for the listeners who just listen. Don't come in the chat room. I, I always enjoy feeling your energies around me. Thanks for coming. Love you guys. Thanks to you, Dolly, and thanks to Dave. Yeah, <clears throat> thank you both. Um, okay, so um, on Saturday, I believe that Rick Slack, who is Christine Cummings Slack's um, hu husband, and she passed, I guess, last month. I can't believe it's been this long. But he's going to be on the show. And he's going to tell us about the messaging that he got after Christia transitioned so it's going to be very very interesting i think so that's saturday on the uh, say what show at six to eight eastern time prepare and, to listen to the spirit <clears throat> gossip right say good night boys <laughs> good night everybody thank you for having me here take care good night folks and thanks to uh, derek and um mystical wares for uh, sponsoring our radio station 
We wouldn't be here without him. Thank you. Be safe. Be blessed. Preaching. Preaching. The unknown, unknown, unknown. You have been listening to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show, produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Cosmic Reality Radio. We appreciate your support. Please visit our sponsor at mysticalwares.com for a huge selection of metaphysical products, gifts, candles, incense, and one of the largest Shungite collections available. Cosmic Reality Radio is sponsored by Mystical Wares Online Store, where coupon code SAVE10 will get you 10% off your entire order at mysticalwares.com.